Just Kill Me, the podcast that makes you want someone to kill you. And now, the very live host, Dale Irvin. <laughs> Thank you once again, Chester. I, you just you, you just improve every week. Actually, it's a little correction. We don't. It's not the podcast for people that want to be killed. It's that <laughs> it's not a literal thing. Just kill me. It's an idiom in the English language. Just kill me is when something bad happens. But uh, but that's that's a minor minor difference. How you doing, everybody? I am Dale Irvin. You have reached the Just Kill Me podcast, where we examine other people's lives to show you how good you have it. And with me, as always, from Indiana, is the uh, the uh, Aristotle of comedy, Mr. Tim Slagle. Hey, as my uncle always used to say, better safe than sorry, but better sorry than missing out on all the fun. <laughs> we always we always used to say better sorry than monopoly but um <laughs> and the lovely lilting laugh of course belongs to none other than terry o'brien hostess of the terry o'brien show and the podcast dangerous thinkers yeah you know the iranians are pretty mad at us right now after what the president just did pulling out of this iran deal so now they've announced that rather than just having a weekly death to america rally they're going to have them hourly wow that ought to kill a lot of time on iranian tv that should be a real fun watch yeah. Death to America, and now back to this. Everybody. Death to America, death to America, death to America. <laughs> and now back it's to uh, Everybody Loves Abdul. <laughs> it's better than the Burka Fashion new na- Network. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd just like to be a photographer over there for a family event. Okay, all the women get together. <laughs> Smile. <laughs> Oh, hey, I, you know, I don't know about you guys. I, I've, I've been uh, keeping my eyes open more than usual, which makes driving much easier. And um, <laughs> I I just noticed I had to just kill me a brief moment in time. I was at the hardware store and I was purchasing a length of, of vinyl tubing, about, you know, five-eighths of an inch in diameter. I needed it for a, for a little uh, water feature in my yard. So I'm standing in line, and all I have in my hand is a 12, no, it was 24 and 24 inch piece of clear vinyl tubing, and the woman behind me says, what are you going to do with that? (laughs) (laughs) My mind is racing over how far can I go, you know? I said, well, don't tell anybody, but I'm in a milk drinking contest. And I figure the bigger the straw, the better my chances. <laughs> she, quit, she quit talking to me. So there you go. <laughs> I'm going to ask somebody next time I see him in line at this time. Oh, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> That'd be a good idea, Dale. Is I actually I actually saw some kids some kids in line, and uh, uh, they were buying a funnel. Uh, uh, they were buying about three or four feet of one inch tube and a radiator hose clamp. 
Gee, mm. I wonder what they could possibly be making. It's a beer bong. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, okay. okay, I didn't know. I didn't know. I started. I, I looked at it and I started laughing. And uh, and the kid, the kid, the kid says to the guy, says to the girl, I think he knows what we're doing with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Grandpa's grandpa's been invited to a kegger or two. (laughs) (laughs) Anything bad happen to you, Terry? Oh, you know, do you ever have that feeling? Well, first of all, I hate the mail anyway. If it were up to me, I would receive no mail whatsoever. M-A-I-L. M-A-I-L. Yes, absolutely. I still want to get those me too people on my ass. I still like the other kind, but yeah, you go out to the mailbox and you think, okay, the usual, you know, catalogs, garbage, whatever, that's just going to piss me off. But no, something even worse, a notice from the state, the government oppressing me again and forcing me to get an auto emissions test. So... I have to go get this auto emissions test or I can't renew my car license. And, you know, I don't know if you have ever done this, either of you. I assume you have. Oh, yeah, many times. These these things are pointless now. We don't need this anymore. But if we don't have them, where are the high school dropout uh, nephews of politicians going to get jobs, right? So we still have to keep (laughs) these facilities. Now, these facilities, I don't know about where you live, but these things where I live, they're like the testicles on a 400-year-old man. They're impossible to find and pretty worthless when you do. But anyway, I get, I'm driving to this place and my phone <laughs> is trying to tell me which way to go, you know, in that robotic voice, you know, turn left, turn right, turn left. And finally, the phone even gave up and just said, I'm sorry, something's going wrong. And at that point, I'm just thinking, all right, you know, is there a sign? So there, are, there's intermittent signs, but you're going down alleys. It's like a scene out of Goodfellas, you know, I'm expecting, yeah, just go a little further, a little further there, just go a little further. Remember that scene where she was going to get the dresses? I'm thinking, okay, next thing you know, I'm on a meat hook here. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, finally, I'm just about ready to jump out of the car and just, just put my mouth around the tailpipe and suck out the exhaust and just end the whole thing right there when I found this place. So at that point I was saying, yeah, just kill me. That's, in Illinois, wow. do they still stick the thing up the tailpipe to, to, to do the pollution check? They do. I, I, well, that's kind of that's kind of that's kind of ancient too. That's kind of a four hundred year old man too. Yeah. Well. It's uh, it's uh, all they have to do now is they just clip a clip a, a connector to your uh, computer system and your car will will right, will rat right. on you well right. maybe maybe they do i mean they take you in this little isolation booth it's like the freaking you know sixty four thousand dollar pyramid you know they put you in a <laughs> well yeah they, they want to make sure they want to make sure you and your car's stories match yeah exactly I've, like I've yeah seen, i've seen law and order enough i know how they work that <laughs> I, I think... i'm waiting for them to put the polygraph things on my fingers like what you know Hey, uh, the speedometer tells me he's been sent back a couple of times. Do you know anything about this lady? Yes, by the way, you were speeding on the way over here and didn't put, wouldn't put on your seatbelt. Your car told us they tried to warn you several times and you wouldn't listen to them. Those cars, you know, they like to gossip. You guys have no idea how this is tying in to our first Just Kill Me story of the week. Because Mm -hmm. it so happens it involves a tailpipe. 
of mm. an automobile. There happens to be a guy in Kansas that week, this week, that um, tried to have coitus with the tailpipe <laughs> of a car. <laughs> he was attempting to insert his wiener into which, first of all, that would burn like hell. <laughs> I would imagine. I would imagine. You was the car was me. the car actually started? Well, you don't want to do it to an unstarted car. That's like doing it to a woman who's asleep. Ah, <laughs> uh, this guy is really confused. I don't. I hope when he goes on a date, he doesn't try to put his car keys. Well, never mind. Yeah, bring his. We're going on a date with jumper cables. I'm sorry, I'm confused. <laughs> I hope he's not a mechanic. That's all I'm saying. But so anyhow, this guy, uh, they later they, he tested positive for carbon dioxide, and now they think he has an STP. <laughs> <laughs> they don't tell what kind of car it was. Uh, yeah, it was very pretty. I mean, come on! If it was a, if it was a Ford Focus, well, of course, maybe he has maybe he has dyslexia and read and read that that the name of the car wrong. <laughs> so yeah, that could have been possible. What would have been a Chevy Cruze? I mean, that, that's not that's really not that's not worthy of of that sort of attention. You know, if it's a if it's a Lamborghini, but then you have dual tailpipe, so you got to bring a buddy. <laughs> Oh God! I, I saw a Lamborghini the other day. Uh, is it was weird because it was parked in a parking lot outside the dollar store. So, <laughs> so, so I went in the dollar store and bought a bumper sticker and put it on there. So my other car is a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's move on from people who are uh, inserting things into tailpipes to people who get inserted, and that of course could be nobody else than Stormy Daniels who just will not go away. You know, at least Monica Lewinsky had the common sense to disappear, but she's not going away. And apparently her new deal here is she's performing at strip clubs, which is, you know, it's kind of weird because she's getting to that age now where she's not even stormy anymore. She's, you know, she's like, part, <laughs> she's partly cloudy with a chance of incontinence. You know, it's just... <laughs> But she goes to these strip clubs, and gay men come in with bags of Cheetos, throw them up on the stage, and give her money to stomp on the Cheetos because <laughs> they, they think it's a protest against President Trump because they say he's that color. So... <laughs> this is like some kind of a Fellini movie or something. Oh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh yeah it's uh yeah that's uh you you know you made you made a a a good career move when when you know you you're not getting dollars thrown at you anymore you're getting sn <laughs> you're snacks getting 20s and cheetos <laughs> snack foods <laughs> it's, uh, no, have you seen her lately she looks like she could lay off the cheetos for a oh while. yeah oh Ooh. yeah Ooh. And she said, she also said to, I guess she told Penthouse that uh, Trump's comb over is his real hair, but that in intimate moments it moves, and I quote, kind of like a drunken cockatoo. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure she's seen a drunken cockatoo in her day. <laughs> 
I'm, uh, I'm not going to soil uh, my Google Hurt history with that search, though. <laughs> Okay. But you're probably probably right. <laughs> here's here is a here's a just kill me moment. You know we've all I think at one time or another gone into the Seven uh, Eleven store <laughs> and uh, bought maybe you know a cup of coffee or something that needed to be heated up in their microwave that they provide there, and that's nice. But a woman went into one in Aurora, Colorado, and and she put a, her thing into the microwave, and it caused the microwave to explode. And what she was trying to heat up was urine. She 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 had it. Well, she yeah, she had well, a yeah, drug have test you ever, coming ever, up. Ever, ever tasted it cold? <laughs> well, everybody knows you're supposed to use like a double boiler for crying out loud. You know what's what's that microwave going to do to the burritos from now on? You know? Oh my god! Now you got to assume she's doing this, you know, to take a drug test. So she's got to have it warm. Got to have it because when she got it yeah. from her friend or whatever. Can you imagine that? conversation (laughs) i need some of your pee you know i mean what and i you you think her friend you think her friend could have given her some clean stuff (laughs) come on come on she was she was asking her kids yeah i was gonna say if if you have friends you can ask that question to don't take their pee, man. It's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this world is even sicker than I thought it was. Yeah, she probably asked her son, and her 13-year-old son said, no, nah, you're about about a year too late. And the scary thing about this story is it's not the first time this has happened at a 7-Eleven <laughs> microwave. Well, well, yeah, well that's, that's probably it they're on the way to the interview and, and so that they, they they probably actually put it on a little bit too hot because they figure it's going to cool down in the uh in, in her purse on the way to the uh i had a friend i had a friend that did this and uh uh and and, and the employer the employer took it out took it from her and, and uh, uh said well uh you know i'm sure this is probably clean but we can't hire anyone with that kind of fever <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> well, well anyhow you know it, it's if it's not one thing it's another as roseanne rosanna dana would say and you know everybody's got something that you if they're trying to pass a drug test or you got some kind of illness or you got something wrong with you in one way but nobody like this poor woman in florida where all strange things happen nowadays, but this poor woman in Florida, she and her husband just purchased a new home and said that they were diligent about hiring exterminators to spray every three months to keep the cockroaches at bay. And I'm thinking, what garbage dump does this woman live next to? You know, got to do that every three months. Anyhow, she was asleep one night. She said later it felt like somebody placed a little ice chip in my left ear hole. And and, uh, in the morning, it still felt weird. She took a Q-tip in there, and the Q-tip started tugging back because she she had a cockroach in her ear. Oh. Oh, oh man! And and then it just got worse from there. You know, her husband tried to get it out with tweezers, and she tried it with the Q-tip, and still pieces in there. She had to go to a doctor like nine days later. Who said, "Oh yeah, here's the head, here's the thorax." And then the the thing was just it exploded inside her ear. 
Oh and for nine God. nights, for nine nights, it, it, she had to hear someone going, you killed my babies. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you notice in the story, it said, one of the doctors said that was the second case like that he had seen that day? Yeah. I mean, what is, yeah. what is going on? I didn't think the cockroaches were supposed to take over till after the nuclear holocaust. <laughs> they're getting ready like everybody else. They're, they're prepper cockroaches. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, that would be. T- I wouldn't want to find that stuff in my ear. I wouldn't want to find anything in my ear, really. But can you a cockroach in there? No. That's and, yeah. and now the worst thing is, is that when she walks into the kitchen, turns on the lights, she wants to run away. So. <laughs> and speaking of prepper cockroaches, <laughs> we've we've Indeed. got preppers. Everybody's a prepper nowadays, and if you're worried about where and how you're going to spend the rest of your life when the big apocalypse comes, thank God uh, Jim Baker has come up with a solution. Do you remember Jim Baker, the televangelist, used to be married to Tammy Faye Baker, and then he started diddling Jessica Hahn, and the whole thing went to hell, and he went to prison. Remember him? Yeah, the guy who opened the uh, Christian water park. Exactly. Well, now he's in the in the the Ozark Mountains in Missouri, and he has uh, he has opened his own uh, Jim Baker. uh, What the heck is he? He's not even calling. He's calling the survival uh, extreme survival Jim Baker house, where you live in a in a log cabin, and and uh, it's going to be very safe, and you can buy special Jim Baker extreme survival warfare (laughs) water bottles for only a hundred and fifty dollars. So God bless him. Wow, he must be he must be, be he must be paranoid. He must uh, he must not. But because isn't Tammy Faye dead? Yes, she Tammy is. Faye died about eleven years ago. Yeah, he's worried about zombies. <laughs> yeah, he dreams of those eyelashes brushing up against his window oh, in the middle God. of the night. And ah. you, I think we know. I even learned the last rapture alert that we had is that during the rapture, the good people are all going to be called to heaven. So if you're still on earth after that, living with Jim Baker, you're an outcast for starts, you know. <laughs> you may as well start smoking and drinking because holy Christmas. I think that. That rapture was a hoax because I don't know anyone that was raptured. Yeah, no, I mean either. either. Yeah, my me sister's either. a very, uh, very saintly woman. I called her the next day. She was still here. I go, okay, it's good. Called off. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's time now for our worst job of the uh, of the week. Which reminds me, if you folks out there have a bad job. Tell me about it. Tell us about it. Because uh, what we will do is we'll take a look at your job. If it's as bad as you say it is and we use it on the story on the air, we're going to send you a brand new Just Kill Me t-shirt. They're so beautiful. You can see a picture of them on our uh, Facebook page, Just Kill Me podcast. And uh, you can also buy one there if you don't want to wait. But send us your job and uh, we may uh, send you a t-shirt. Isn't that right, everybody? Indeed. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It makes a, makes a great Mother's Day gift. If you order it right now, it might even be, get it there in time. And and we'll call, oh, we'll and call and your if you mother. go into work, if you go into work wearing that T-shirt, let me tell you, <laughs> everyone's gonna know exactly how much you love your job. <laughs> Casual Friday, always the perfect time. <laughs> well, this week's uh, this week's worst job is still exists. It's a very uh, it's a disappearing career. As a matter of fact, we talked about a, a correlative. Cor- 
I don't even know if that's a word, but a similar job a few weeks ago. The uh, the king's throne bearer who uh, carried around the uh, the pot that the king would uh, would use to to piddle in. Well, it appears that our new king Kim Jong Un travels with his own bathroom. <laughs> he travels every. He just had that big oh. summit down in South Korea, you know, and now he's getting ready to meet President Trump. He travels with his own personal bathroom. That means that there's guys in charge of that, which has got to be a pardon upon crappy job. I mean, because <laughs> well, you know, you know, in, in his defense, I have I have a hard time when I'm not in my own. <laughs> well, I, I I do too. I you know I'm homestooled. You know, that's just the way I am. <laughs> but that's well, not because you guys are afraid somebody's going to take a sample. They're right? afraid and of poo thieves. Yeah, they're afraid of, yeah. Isn't that right? Isn't exactly, that that's it. That's why he travels with his own toilet. He's afraid people are going to steal his poop. And then they're going to be able to <laughs> analyze it it's kind and of, tell what he's it, had to eat or something. I don't know what, but man, yeah, he's. It's uh, kind he's of a, like a retroactive food taster, isn't it? <laughs> sort of, yeah. <laughs> Was I poisoned? <laughs> it's a really weird kind of emissions test, let's say that. <laughs> where, where, where they should stick that thing up the tailpipe, and that, you know, would possibly yeah. get him to go. But. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you want a bad job, first of all, you're living in North Korea. Second of all, you're working for Kim Jong-un. Are you his secretary? Are you his war general? No, you're in charge of the crapper. Or as they say over there, the clapper. <laughs> yeah, that's why they don't call the job the groom of the stool over there, because no one can say it. <laughs> the gloom of this. Yeah. <laughs> so I still relish a, uh, a, a a picture that I have of a, an Eric Clapton album that was imported from Asia, and I swear it's Eric Crapton. That's what it says on the album. <laughs> well, you know, to be honest, some of those later albums, <laughs> it's not inaccurate. <laughs> All right, kids, I think that wraps it up for yet another week of hilarity. Hopefully, folks, we've made you feel a little better. We've made you laugh. That makes you feel better. And we've let you know about people who have diseases worse than you do, people who have jobs worse than you do, people who are in situations worse than you. So pot perk up, Sonny boy. Just buck up. That's what I wanted to say. Buck up, Sonny, and, uh, and realize how good you've got it. Other than that, my friends, do you have any final words for our loyal and, and trustworthy listeners who are going to encourage every friend they have to subscribe to this podcast. It's absolutely free. Hey, you can yeah. find more out about me at timslegel.com. Yeah, and me at terryobrien.com, and that's O'Brien like my cousin Conan. Oh, really? He's... No. <laughs> no. It's a common name, but it's spelled the same way. Well, that's good. And my, I'm Dale Irvin, which is uh, spelled the same way as uh, Monty Irvin, who was a, a, a black baseball player when I was growing up and confused the hell out of me at the time. I couldn't figure out how that happened because I couldn't play ball at all. So anyhow, DaleIrvin.com if you'd like to get some more funny other than that. Thanks for joining us. Please tell your friends, and we'll see you back here next week. Until uh, then, until then, oh my goodness, I almost forgot our tagline. Until then, you see something that really ticks you off, something you can't handle. Just tell people, just kill me. 
there now.